I'm Andrea Land, your grieving goddess, and I'm excited to be coming at you again. So, <laughs> in typical me, crazy karmic path, or not karmic path, but I guess um, soul journey that I have undertaken in this life, I had to laugh my ass off last week, frankly, because uh, I put out my episode, 1700 Miles is... The course of true love. Well, uh, it is when they're a 90 day guy. So now there could be 90 day partners of all variety, but from my perspective, I can only speak from the uh, heteronormative <laughs> position that I am in. So I put out that episode and I had expressed some, we'll wait and see in it. Because I was waiting and I was seeing. I had suspicions about different things barely early on. And then as time went on, and, and then of course there's things I'm managing with my mom and whatnot. I, I, just, I knew that this was not the experience I thought it was going to be. It was not the love experience I was hoping it was going to be. It was more like a boss battle. It was me overcoming the inherent programming that I have worked so hard to heal from and get rid of as best as one can, or at least be self-aware of it because you can't necessarily completely erase everything that's ever happened in your human experience this time around. But you can be aware of it, have tools to cope with it, be able to go, mm, I don't think so, and notice red flags, notice things that don't feel good. The details of the parting really don't matter so much as this. I was put in a position where I knew he was doing things and lying about it and then gaslighting me about it on top of lying about it. And then after going through that and having some rude and considerate things and having that taken personally, when I asked for a completely reasonable compromise, um, I think it became apparent to him that I was not going to play along. I was not going to be controllable. I was not going to be compliant at bad behavior, rude treatment, and abuse. I was not going to be 
willing to be unhappy so he could be happy. And that is one of those phenomena of the 90 day partner is that you find out pretty quickly if you are in a place where you are existing primarily in a state of secure attachment and when you are in that secure attachment state the simple fact that they are doing things that are harmful to you in some way is enough you don't need to work on it you don't need to uh try to find out what they're doing or see if there's another partner or you know anything like that because the only thing that matters is that your boundaries are continually being disrespected and violated and they are not bringing anything to the table or adding anything to your life so it's time to be done and when you can do that I feel like it is a sign of great self-esteem self-love and respect for yourself and that's basically what happened so by Wednesday morning he was gone however there had been things and I'm not going to give the details of those things just yet because there are things ongoing being looked into but I I knew because of what I was suspecting that there were other people and this is a small town and so I felt a responsibility for having brought at the very least a womanizer and at the worst some sort of a criminal or con man to town that I was at least going to attempt to try to find the others and stop them from wasting more of their time than I did, you know. And it wasn't a time waste. Uh, I had help to move. That I, you know, I'm grateful for whatever things, but am I grateful for this person? Absolutely not. I want to make that perfectly clear just in case anyone should listen to this that needs to hear that. I would have happily paid the moving company to just also help me pack things and avoided them entirely. However, there has always been an aspect of me, which is the warrior goddess. The, the Athena protector of women, children, animals, fighting for the underdog. And after all of my various experience through the dating journey, um, I have encountered every, I mean, literally every possible sort of scam, fake, um, real but massively dysfunctional person. Varied experience and then have also encountered other people's experiences as well. So I've learned a lot about this modern game of love. And I knew that I had to find the others. 
So I set about doing that and not because I even gave two shits about this person that was disrupting my peace and <laughs> tip for me. If someone has to brag to you about how great they are at everything they do, they probably suck at it. Like simple adulting things. All right. And anyway, between that and um, knowing that he was lying to my face all the time, uh, that was enough. So I had to find these other women. I had to. And so far, I've found a few. And I'm going to keep looking. They were very, very grateful, just as I would have been and am to someone who kind of gave me a heads up from another state far, far away. If you're listening, you know who you are. So uh, part of the reason I went along for this ride was because I just knew that there was some role I was meant to play here, but I did not know exactly what it was. And like I do with everything, I go all in with what I'm doing. And so I know now that this is what I was meant to do. I was meant to break up with someone without any evidence at all that what I thought they were doing was true. That I was meant to graduate to a place of having that much love and self-esteem for myself and respect for myself to peace out of that. And then I was also meant to help save a few others and help to make it more difficult for him to get away with what he's been getting away with. And I got to tell you, like at no point during any of this was I sad or upset or it, it was just like, all right, this is the job at hand and this is what needs to be done. And part of the reason for that is if you, if you follow me, especially if you're one of my patrons, you know that part of what I had talked about at the beginning of the year and predictions for this year was that there was going to be a tremendous amount of facing justice, facing consequences, um, people's actions being unmasked and I was just agent karma at your service in this experience and so there's that aspect and then the other aspect is with a 90-day guy gal they them whatever variety should you encounter and and if this occurs in your romantic life, or even if it has recently or in the past and it always bothered you or whatnot, just know that the person that you fell in love with doesn't exist. That person doesn't exist. 
And you don't need to feel bad about it. You don't need to feel sad about it. You don't need to feel stupid about it. You, all of these things that have been kind of in the zeitgeist and all the dysfunction that we place around this game of love, you don't have to do any of that. And if they've done anything that is wrong and has harmed you or others and there's something you can do about it legally um, or at the very least giving another person a heads up, um, just so you know, this is how so-and-so operates. Um, do it. Because that completely transmutes the experience for you. And you will not waste a minute of your time obsessing about what they're doing, what you did that was wrong, what they did that was wrong. You'll just know that you were in love with a ghost that doesn't exist. When people are that creative with their self delusions, because this person has told different women, you know, different women and different, he, he, he's just one of those pathological liar types. you know that that person <laughs> does not exist and neither does the person that he's showing to anybody else. And, and I'm, don't worry, I'm not about to say I feel sorry for him or any measure of that because trust me, eventually I will tell the details of this. But for now I'm not. But there is some extremely suspicious, shady behavior beyond what is already on the surface, shady behavior. One of the ladies that I contacted, initially, of course, it stung and she was upset, but thankfully it hadn't been that long that she'd known him. Uh, so we've become fast friends and it immediately for her changed into a totally different experience. And she was very, very grateful, which was humbling. And I will always thank her for that because it is not easy having to contact another person and say, Hey, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you this, but this person has been lying to you and they are, uh, out there womanizing and doing Lord knows what else. So I just didn't want you to have any more of your time wasted. So we'll see what happens with all of that, right? In the meantime, holy Schumann Batman, we had all the Schumann craziness 
last week. In case you missed it, there's a whole bunch of reels up on my everywhere. If you don't like Instagram or Facebook or whatever, I have a YouTube channel. So, you know, Under Grooving Goddess. So, you can always go there and see what I'm posting on TikTok and everywhere else. But there was a wild pattern in the Schumann that we hadn't seen before. There have been a lot of theories tossed about, about what it is, including my own. And to me, it looks like a new normal that is starting to happen and possibly either a message or a plant. And I'll explain what I mean by that in a minute. Uh, to put it into the forefront so people become more aware of it. But this pattern was there for, I think it was about a day and a half. And then it came, it blacked out for a brief period and then came back on, back to normal the way we're used to seeing it. And then they wiped the other data. So that was weird because they've never done that before. They, they have blackouts periodically, and usually those are equipment maintenance. It's not that the Schumann resonance is off or not at all happen. You know, it's not zero. <laughs> um, but there, there, were, there was no explanation for why they did that. So that made it really suspicious. Why would you do that if it was just a glitch or, or whatnot? Some people thought maybe they were trying different sensors to measure it differently, but at any rate, they're beautiful images, so go check that out. Then in the meantime, <laughs> later on in the week, uh, I think it was the day before the Moscow mutiny, because the Schumann monitor, in case you don't know that, is in Tomsk, Russia there was some sort of a hack and there was a, a meme, you know, like a, a red meme with the, the sickle and everything and um, Putin and it just said, Big Brother is watching you and then talked about copyright violations and whatnot. And so that was weird all by itself. Everybody was trying to figure out what that was about and what happened. And then the next, you know, and the next thing we know, uh, there's an invasion happening, which didn't fully happen. I have some different thoughts on that, but I'm not really prepared to share them yet. It's quite an interesting chess board we're watching right now. I will tell you that though, the chaos of this year, the chaos of this time, Every time I tap into the timeline algorithm right now, I just keep seeing this big egg timer only instead of being in minutes or whatnot, it's more like a clunky jump. And we are having such major time shifts right now that I'm sure I don't even need to say 99% sure. I am sure that a good majority of you 
are having some kinds of bananas things in your life. Things ending, things beginning, being kind of adjacent to wild circumstances <laughs> because uh, it is quite a quite a landscape out there right now in humanity. But the commonality that I see is that in nearly every major political country in the world, and then the smaller ones as well that don't necessarily play as big a part on the world stage, is that there is an overall... Holly destruction for rebirth energy happening in the world. And a lot of us are personally embodying that. So this is what I meant in the beginning by agent karma at your service, because you may find yourself in different situations where it is vitally important, not only for yourself, but for the greater good, for you to stand up for yourself and probably some others, if you find yourself in that circumstance. Thank you for joining me, Grooving Goddess Andrea Land, on my podcast, Grooving Goddess. There is a Patreon, the Xanadu Patreon. There are $5, $10, and $20 tiers, along with a mentorship level at $40, which gives you a special one-on-one workshop every month, a group class, and then one-on-one attention with me. So if you're interested in any of that, you can find that on Patreon slash Grooving Goddess. You will have to do it from a browser because I have it 18 plus, so I don't have to watch my mouth or worry about talking about sex. Then I also provide a number of services and sessions available, and I thought I would let you know a little bit about what those are. You can book those through my booking app in my link tree. I say my booking app because I'm about to overhaul that and change it. But either way, you can go now and book an appointment if you like. I do animal communication. And during this, I provide you with a recorded communication through the animal realm with your furry feathered or scaly friend. And I give you whatever they give me and address any concerns that you bring up with me before the appointment. I provide an animal realm journey where I take you to visit the animal realm and give you your own experience of that and what that is like for me. And they have been really a ton of fun with people. People seem to love those. My consciousness anchoring process is about uh, learning how to expand out your energy, feel your true size of your energy body, and then bring all of that energy back into your physical body so that you can be fully embodied and then there is a consciousness attunement which most people wind up coming back for after about six months 
the consciousness anchoring unlocks quite a bit of intuitive abilities and awareness and perception and then they usually want to come back and go further and in this session we go to your origin point and bring that information back with you as well i have a discovery call you can book which is if you want to talk to me about anything find out what session you might want to have you can go ahead and schedule that and that is free i have a gaia session where we connect with mother gaia and i provide a safe space for you to unload whatever you need to unload and help you process that and get that healing mama bear hug there is also a journey into Gaia where I go to other realms within Earth herself because believe it or not, we're not the only game in town. I do magic manifestation, which is about teaching you how to utilize your own sensual power to manifest what you're looking for, uh, what you're wishing to bring into your life, attract what you're desiring. Then I do grief mediumship I really don't make this a focus of my practice, but if someone has just lost someone, it can be very helpful to have a person who is able to be an intermediary and give you some comfort in your grief. Then my card readings, I have a Shaman Shields reading. There is my soul action plan that I designed where I use multiple decks. There's my Syncretic Oracle reading, which uses specifically the Syncretic Oracle deck. And then I also have a Timeline Pivot reading. And what we do there is very specific timeline alignment for you to what you're desiring. And then lastly, I am also an academic tutor and voice teacher. I do individual and group lessons and you can check that out as well there is a discount for buying a block of 10 in advance i love giving the voice lessons and working with my voice clients it is one of the most fun things i do so you can find that at my link tree at grooving goddess and in the notes of the show and thank you so much for listening and thank you thank you for booking a session So along with all of the chess pieces moving and chaos, whether it's in your life or external that you're adjacent to, or it's the world stage, there are also unbelievably magical synchronicities and serendipitous meetings and events happening for people. I am watching divine pairings happening, dreams coming true, uh, <laughs> just things shifting so rapidly that it, it, it feels miraculous. It feels magical. And every time you have one of those experiences, lean into that. Ask for more of that. One of the things that I have been learning most importantly over the last three years that took me a while to learn 
how to, how to properly use it for myself. And this, you know, everybody talks about manis- manifestation or conjuring or spells or magic or, uh, abundance, all of the different words for this prayer, uh, meditation, visualization, sex magic is that I think there's maybe not just one way to do anything. Just like music or art or any of the other things we do, the ways we move our body. So why would this be any different? So it makes sense to me that there are many ways to accomplish the same goal and we're not all going to be great at every single one of them. But for me personally, one of the things that I have discovered, and I have talked about it before on here, I talked about how I (laughs) commanded my house to flood (laughs) unintentionally, (laughs) but it it taught me (laughs) a big lesson that ultimately was a good thing, but definitely got my attention that I was ready and capable of a larger place in creating my life and my reality. The 90 day guy was a result of that. And was pretty close to what I spoke out loud to my mother Gaia and to my mother Oshun. Those mother goddesses that I feel loved and supported by. But I wasn't done yet with the project. So guess what happened? (laughs) Guess what happened? I almost feel like I should just stop here and leave it a cliffhanger for the next episode. But I'm not going to do that to you. I will leave you with a cliffhanger, though, because you will be wanting to know what happens next. I guarantee it. I... Since I wasn't crying in my my milk or my beer or my tea or my coffee or whatever beverage you pick about Mr. 90 Days, I put myself on one the one app that I really like and I didn't do that because I immediately needed to go get external validation of my worth. It was more like I'm going to make sure that I'm occupied with this fun activity so that I am not wasting any of my energy thinking about the last 90 days. Uh, technically, it was longer than that, but 90 days in person. And I mean, I can hardly believe it. I don't want to give a whole lot of details. Eventually, I will. Perhaps we will. We'll, we'll see what happens, but Sunday morning, 
met a spectacular person in probably the coolest way I have ever experienced in my entire life. And when I tell you that every single thing was and has been synchronistic, I mean it. You will not believe the the patrons, by the way, this is your, this is your, my desperate, uh, attempt to lure you into my Patreon. The patrons will know about it before the listeners here do, but the synchronicities though, when you hear them, it will blow your freaking mind. <laughs> and furthermore, if you, yeah, I just, oh gosh, if you're experiencing this, this in your life as well, try to just roll with it and go with it. Just let go of anything in your past that should make you or would have, I shouldn't say should, would have made you feel, uh, oh, can't be real, whatever. Just let go of all that stuff and roll with it as long as you are being safe and there's nothing, you know, you're not putting yourself in any danger in any way. Because I think a bunch of us are about to get some really great surprises like this in our lives. And I kind of feel like if I hadn't had the 90 day guy show up in my timeline that I might have missed the one who's coming to have dinner with me in two days from quite far away, which I will tell you about next time. But I'm very excited about it. He's been reading me chapters from his book. That's enough detail. You can wait for the rest. And you can wait to come back and listen probably in a week or two because my next couple episodes will probably be interviews that I put up to see what has happened since now and how the date went. I, oh gosh, there's so much I want to say, but I'm not gonna, because it'll be so much more fun to make you wait. <laughs> Let's see what else. Ah, yes. I'm going to be doing a special quantum entanglement with Uranus meditation. on seven, nine, I had to go look it up, <laughs> uh, with my Patreon. It, it is for patrons only, but you can have access to that workshop for the $10 tier. Uh, the $5 tier right now is getting two lives a week and then the monthly energy reading. And then and all of these are recorded, mind you. So you don't always have to be present, but it would probably be helpful for you to be present for the quantum entanglement meditation so that you can be linked up with everyone and have that experience together. 
uh, we're always a little more amplified together, no matter who we are. And then my VIPs, of course, they get a free service every month. And this month I'm giving uh, for July. I mean, uh, everybody will be getting no matter what tier they're on the five, 10 or 20, they'll be getting some cards in their inbox that I will pull for them. And anybody who joins will get that as well. So if you'd like to come to that quantum entanglement meditation, focusing on Uranus, and I'll explain why in a minute, that is on July 9th. So just go follow my link tree, go to the Patreon slash Grooving Goddess. You have to join my Patreon from a browser, I believe, still, because uh, I have mine marked 18 plus, just so I don't have to censor myself. I will also be doing a sex magic uh class for the VIP tier this month. And I'm not going to ever have those open to the public most likely because it is an intimate thing. And I don't want, I, I want everyone there to feel safe and know who they're in there with. So I don't feel like it would be wise to open that up to the public. So come join our little Patreon group and you get to come to everything if you're on the VIP tier. But the reason uh, we are going to focus on quantum entanglement with Uranus first is that we are reaching the solar maximum of this solar cycle. And as you may have noticed, it's pretty damn hot around here. So between the actual temperature on Earth, the weather patterns, and the solar weather, uh, things are literally and figuratively heating up down here. And I have been working with my team, my team meaning guides, celestial consciousnesses, what have you, on how to shift our, our, our entanglement, because we have, right now, our strongest quantum entanglement is with Gaia and then the sun. So my, what I've been told and instructed and what I've researched also to, to figure this out is, uh, which planet is the coldest planet, which planet that we can shift our entanglement with to ease some of the current shifts that are happening on earth. And this will only be temporary, but if we can learn how to do this quantum entanglement thing more precisely like that, think of the possibilities. Because in reality, our, our atoms, our molecules, we are vibrating and entangled and entrained with molecules all over the universe. It's really unfathomable sometimes <laughs> to try to think of it all. I, I don't think it's possible with our human brains, to be honest, but it is possible with our energy and with our hearts. And when we open ourselves up to that. So that's the purpose of that, because uh, especially those who are a little more susceptible to the effects of the solar storms and the flares and the radio blackouts and the geomagnetic storms and all of that, a relief from some of the gravity and the solar radiation will be very helpful over the next couple of years. Not everybody is affected as, as strongly as others. And that doesn't 
you know, I want to make it clear that if you're affected or unaffected, that doesn't mean uh, like your sensitivity to it has nothing to do with your ability to perceive it, tap into it, uh, experience it, do grid work, any of that. It's just that the ones who tend to be more sensitive to it usually are the ones who are particularly talented at grid work and have probably been doing it their whole lives. And when I say grid work, I mean like Reiki for the planet in the simplest terms. But those who are susceptible to it are kind of having a hard time right now. And it can be very frustrating to feel like, because, because we've, we've found a lot of different techniques in the Patreon to cope with various, uh, side effects of the solar weather. But there are some things that just seem like we have not been able to crack the code yet on what is going to really help us during those particular periods of time. So I'm feeling that this quantum entanglement shifting ability is going to be that thing. And that's what I'm hoping because the more we can keep all of the grid workers and those who are really here for that mission stable, then the more we can keep the grid stable and the more it becomes uh, a fun and satisfying and easy job for everyone. Instead of some of us, you know, being conscious with it and having overcome most of the stuff, some of us uh, feeling great all the time, but maybe aren't as aware of what's happening. And then some of us who are just, so sensitive and wrecked all the time. And we probably are in our astral body and our energy body doing all kinds of stuff, but it is taking a toll on our physical body. So I'm seeking through this quantum entanglement meditation to help us come into balance as grid workers and as humans on this planet. So I will let you go with that and tell you all that I love you so much. And thank you again for listening, for subscribing, for following, for liking, all of those things. It would really, really, really help me out if you could share something if you like it, uh, share an episode. And I understand some of you are in the woo closet still. So if you don't feel like just putting it on your feed, maybe just send it to a friend you think might dig it. Or share a TikTok or a reel on Instagram or Facebook or those sorts of things really do make a difference. And that is truly where most of my um, clients come from and most of my patrons come from is word of mouth. Uh, marketing online, unless you're selling a product or you are trying to achieve some sort of mega fame, it's just not worth it. Uh, yeah, it's just not worth it. It, it. The energy input does not match the beneficial output. So I hope that you are all enjoying the summer as best you can. If you're in an area with a heat dome, I want to remind you that if there are smoke plumes or fires in your area, or even if there's just a lot of pollution where you live, that heat dome is going to keep all that nastiness down closer to the ground. So, uh, you know, if you, if you have any breathing difficulties or if you're getting a sore throat or anything like that, 
you might need to mask up when you go outside or keep your windows closed at night. Uh, <clears throat> what tends to happen is the air cools at night and then that stuff sinks down closer to the ground and um, it can be more difficult to breathe at night. So anyway, I wanted to throw that out there because I, I know on the one hand it's summer and we all want to be outside and playing and enjoying nature and on the other hand uh, the environment is a, a little harsh right now. So stay cool out there and please, 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 please have yourselves prepared for power outages. Uh, it really doesn't matter where you live necessarily. And I'm not talking about this because I think there's a Carrington event coming or something. It's just that it's going to be really, really hot and the power grids are not going to be up to the challenge for the rest of this whole summer. There's going to be brownouts, blackouts, rolling management of power grids. So it will be helpful for you to be prepared to cool yourself uh, without electricity. And um, yeah. And oh, uh, the, the last thing about being prepared for a blackout in the heat that I would say is take some jugs of some sort. I would use milk jugs. Not everybody drinks milk, I am aware, but any sort of plastic container um, or glass if, you know, you need to be that eco about it. But having two large gallon-sized somethings or smaller quart-sized somethings with water frozen in them, just big ice packs basically, will help you save your food uh, in the, the event of a power outage so that you can put those in the freezer and in the refrigerator with your food and keep things uh, from, you know, spoiling. Oh my goodness, could I be any more preachy and wordy today? I don't think so. So I will just send you out with a song as always and my endless gratitude. You want to know, ultimately, the thing that was making the 90-day guy not worth it is that it was interfering with what I love to do, which is this. And um, the mystery man would never do such a thing. If anything, he would be standing in the corner cheering me on. You want to make me sick, you want to lick my wounds, don't you, baby? You want the badge of honor when you save my hide. But you're the one in the way of the day of doom, baby. If you need my shame to reclaim your pride. Think of it, my fingers turned to fists I never did anything to you, man No matter what I try, you beat me with your bitter lies So call me crazy, hold me down, make me cry Get off now, baby It won't be long till you'll be lying limp in your own hand
feed the beast I have within me. You wave the red flag, baby, you make it run, run, run. Standing on the sidelines, waving and grinning. If I know my trigger, then you blame my gun. So call me crazy, hold me down, make me cry, get off now, baby It won't be long till you'll be lying limp in your own hand And that, folks, is the portrait of a narcissist